One, two, three. Keep that little doctor in me. Six, four, five, six. He's always throwing six, seven, eight, nine. He misses every time. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> hey y'all, welcome back to Want Blowing Mama podcast. It's your girl, Shmatria, and I am your host. I'm gave that little ditty, that little song. <laughs> it was stuck in my head. I've, I've been watching um, She's All That today. And shout out to Spike Lee for like giving a little nod to Crooklyn, which I watched that movie at least a billion times growing up. Like seriously, at least a billion. And I, I love that one, two, three, the devil's after me. <laughs> I don't know why. I was like such. I was like a kid at the time, like singing that, like yeah, four, five, six. He's always doing six. <laughs> Anywho, welcome back, guys. So as you know, this is a podcast where we talk about all things cannabis and parenthood. Before I jump into what this episode is about and the questions, or will there be questions? I don't know. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and smoke my weed. I hope you have yours with you, have your pipe, your bong, uh, you know, your blunt, your joints, whatever it is that you're using, pull that out because I'm about to light up. Oh, <laughs> oh God, let me pull my life together. My bong, like I'm going to knock my mic down. <laughs> Stoner problems. <laughs> That was a a big girl hit. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. I'm going to pay for that later because I hit that way too fucking hard. I'm going to pay for that big ass hit that I just took. And yeah, here I am about to hit it one more time. What's wrong with me? I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, hell, fuck it. I'm just going to finish the whole bowl. I only got like one more hit left. So, let me, I'm just going to be a real one. All right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> that was awesome. All right, all right. I hope you guys are feeling good. I hope you blazed up in that moment too. Because now we're about to dive right into this episode. So as you guys know, each episode I'll answer any questions you guys may have sent in to me or share any messages that I think are really cool or dope or interesting that I think that the world should hear and I just can't keep to myself. So a lot of you guys are probably wondering about what happened after last week's episode in regards to the open relationship conversation I had with Bay. So the conversation is still ongoing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he basically doesn't want me to have any sort of physical contact with other men which is understandable. I totally get it. I I just feel like, why are you being so territorial? You know, like you don't own me. 
it's my body, et cetera, et cetera. For him, it's just like, you know, I love you. I treasure you so much. And I just can't see myself allowing another man to see you in that light. And it's just like, for me, I'm like, it's just sex. <laughs> but I'm realizing that everyone views sex, making love differently, you know? And when you're with someone that you love, it's making love. And so for me, it's just like, I will always be making love to you and fucking other people. <laughs> he is just like, no, don't fuck other people. <laughs> so we kind of came to a little bit of a compromise. I'm still trying to iron out the terms with him. I won't tell you guys the details of the compromise. It's just no, I I mean, when, as with all compromises, neither side is going to be 100% happy. So I'm not 100% happy, but he's giving me a little bit of leeway. And I feel like as we progress and like continue the talks about it, and then once we actually start implementing it and doing it, like 100% implementing it, and we can continue talking and maybe that can evolve into being more open, or maybe we just, just decide it's not for us and we stop. But I feel like what's the harm in trying, right? Like you only live one life. So that's where we are with that. And please trust and believe cannabis was, it has had and continues to have a huge part in every conversation we have. Like we wait till the kids go to bed at night. We pull out the weed, (laughs) the bong, the pipes, everything. And, you know, smoke. We take a second to ourselves and we relax, kind of unwind, sit down next to each other on the couch. I'm going to lay my head on his lap, put on a little bit of Netflix. You know, you know how we do (laughs) I'm sure most parents do the same thing when they put their kids down to bed. It's like, all right, let's get into what we're about to do. Let's, Let's get into what started this whole family in the first place, what we do as a couple. And so once we're in that zone, we're in that vibe, like that's when we have our conversations. And so that's when we've been talking about um, this open relationship idea and that I want and that he still he has his hesitation, but he loves me and he wants me to be happy. So he's kind of trying to work with me on it. And it's been pretty, I'm, I'm happy. I'm proud of him. And we've been having bomb ass sex (laughs) y'all ever since we started talking about this open relationship thing i don't know what happened but like we are fucking it's gonna kill me i am telling all our business it's only because i'm high on this podcast and i'm just like oh yeah 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 yeah, running my damn mouth whatever guys so that's the tea on that (laughs) enough of that i also want to say that Last week, I kind of had a little F up. <laughs> so I am one, one mama, right? And I do smoke a lot of weed. And it's just what I do. Anywho, when I usually do my work on the podcast, it's also my smoke time. And I think that I uploaded the wrong episode. Yeah. <laughs> In place of this, the one that I wanted. And so I, I uploaded the rough draft not the final cut of the episode. And I didn't know until like 24 hours later when I finally had time to listen. I was just like, oh no. (laughs) Tell me. (laughs) These are real legit stoner podcaster problems (laughs) that I didn't foresee arising when I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to do a podcast on cannabis and parenthood I didn't really think that the cannabis part and the parenthood low-key because like I'm working on this at odd hours because I am a parent and 
my kids are time-consuming humans, so I don't have much time to do things, and I have to do everything kind of, you know, I have to, like, block off hours in the day when I'm going to do this, when I'm going to do that, so yeah i'm so sorry if you guys heard a really really rough version of that episode i hope you still liked it nonetheless i did correct it i just corrected it just now so hopefully in a few minutes or a couple hours the new real (laughs) episode will be up that has like the music and everything (laughs) but for those of you who listened to it and you didn't complain or whatever or you didn't be like this bitch got the crustiest equipment What happened to the music? (laughs) Sorry, sorry. I fell asleep at the wheel on that one, like for real. And I definitely put up the wrong uh, version of the episode. So I won't do that again. (laughs) Thank you for bearing with me. I really appreciate it. You guys are the best. So this week, instead of taking a question and answering, I wanted to follow up on the CPS episode, Drug Testing Your Baby, episode and really kind of expand on the things that you guys sent me. I'm going to give like my little two cents here and there, but I really just want to use this episode to share the stories that were sent in to me from or commented on the Blunt Blind Mama Instagram page that basically discussed so many things in regards to CPS that cannabis parents in the U.S. are facing. And they were, you guys are incredible. You guys are beautiful. You guys are queens and kings and the best parents in the world and you just like cannabis and you've been targeted you've been punished you've been brought through the ringer you've been you know upset and crying over this I'm so sorry and I hope that through education through podcasts like this one through organizations that are out there and and cannabis advocates who are out there really trying to push forward the fact that Cannabis needs to be normalized, but even more importantly, cannabis parents need to be normalized. And there needs to be education on both sides so that CPS doesn't get involved in cannabis in the households of parents who use cannabis. So I have a few really amazing, incredible stories I want to share with you guys from some parents, just like you and me, who left some messages and comments on Blunt One Mama's Instagram. And if you guys ever have anything you want to share, like, please send it to me. I love reading it, replying, and also sharing here on the podcast. So the first thing comes from Moms Love Cannabis. It's an Instagram account on Instagram, (laughs) obviously. What she sent me just had me like really, anyways, you guys are going to really, you're going to really vibe with this. And it's definitely going to, touch a nerve, hit the heart, pulling the strings and all that shit. (laughs) This is just incredible. So she says, I was due to give birth at a birth center where I was able to have a natural birth and also where I wasn't disqualified or turned to CPS, which is Child Protective Services, for having THC in my system. I was cared for, respected, listened to, and understood for who I was. Everyone knew my name there. So because it was neutropath, which I hope I'm saying that right, (laughs) and cannabis, has been my preferred medication for 10 plus years. They advised me to try to kick back, but not necessarily stop using him. And first off, cannabis saved me during my pregnancy. For all of my symptoms, as I'm sure it does for most mamas, it was about the only thing that kept me from feeling like a normal human. It rocked my world physically. Cannabis has always kept me so grounded. During my second trimester, I ended up experiencing three close deaths in my family and my dog. And it was super intense and I ended up coming down with a liver condition 
where the bile acids weren't flowing to and from my gallbladder. The risk was sudden fetal heart failure, and the protocol was induction at the hospital at 37 weeks. I ended up having the baby at 36 weeks and four days because of my panel numbers. So I stuck to my guns and my intuition and knew it wasn't from the cannabis. My labor took 40 hours and I was able to get to 37 of it up to 7.4 centimeters with vaping and using CBS topical oil. It was a beautiful experience. It showed me even more how amazing cannabis is. So I had my daughter and her APHAR score was nine times, nine both times, meaning as a newborn, she was immediately hitting her milestones on a scale from one to 10. And our heart rate was steady the entire 40 hours. The nurses were great, very respectful, but within 12 hours of having her, I had a caseworker in my room talking to me about the child protective service measure they had to take in a state like California where cannabis is legal. It was awful, exhausting, and terrifying all at the same time. She basically told me I would have a random visit from a caseworker within a week to my home to decide what was going to happen next. And that was pretty much it. And to mention, it was only THC, nothing else. And throughout my pregnancy, I found the evidence-based research. And what I found was that there hadn't been any controlled THC studies done. The legal risk factor was far greater than the physical harm, depending on the state I lived in. I went further and found podcasts and interviewed doctors, just to be sure. Five days later, I had a caseworker show up at my house and interview me and my entire family for three hours to finally tell me she didn't know much about cannabis and was going to bring her information to her supervisor to, quote, decide what to do next, quote. The way I was being spoken to about the custody matters of my child in a perfectly safe family and home was insane. We eventually got a letter six weeks later telling us our case was dropped. She goes, you know, thank you for letting me share my story. It's such an important part of my journey, and it's the fuel to the reasons why I want to eliminate the stigma on cannabis using parents so bad. She sent me a picture of her baby and her husband and her, and they look like a beautiful family. Her little girl is so big and chunky. I'm literally like, (laughs) I want to pinch her cheeks right now. and. I just can relate to her in so many ways. And and my heart goes out to her having to have to go through that experience of CPS, you know, showing up at her door. Like how scared must have been as a new mom and a newborn at home. And this is all so new. And then you have, and that in itself is scary. You know, bringing home a baby with no instruction manual (laughs) is scary. What's even more scarier is, CPS showing up at your door because you use cannabis. <laughs> My heart goes out to her. I don't know what I would do if that happened to me. I would be a nervous wreck. Absolutely. I'm also like, shout out to you, sis, for vaping and using uh, topicals during labor. I don't know if I read that right, but if you did, then you're, you're awesome. And it clicked when you said that, like, I was just like, why isn't that the thing? Instead of giving women narcotics, fucking narcotics, morphine, giving a fucking 
putting a needle on our backs for a fucking epidural, which by the way, if they miss or you have a shitty anesthesiologist, they can fuck your shit up. They can fuck up your spine. You can feel that pain forever where the needle went. That's a real thing. And it's a risk you have to take because if you want to not have a natural birth, you want to medicate during that birth. The only option you have are narf, are narcotics, aren't. Why is that okay? Why isn't it cannabis? So I would love to, if vaping were allowed in hospitals and smoking a joint or some shit were allowed in hospitals while giving birth, are you fucking kidding? I want to give birth naturally. I want to try my hardest to like make it happen because what a difference THC and CBD can make to labor, a laboring woman, you know? It's so many ways it could help. By, you know, like helping so she's not in pain as much, helping so that she's more relaxed and in tune with her body. Like, are you kidding? That's life changing. It could change the whole narrative around pregnancy and giving birth. But maybe that's just the thoughts of a stoner, huh? Maybe I'm just too, I'm thinking way, way ahead of myself right now, but I'm just throwing it out there. So... I love everything about her story and I love how she stuck to her guns and she's like, this, this isn't, this is me. I really love that. My heart goes out to her and her family. I'm so grateful that she shared her story. So I also got another message from someone who said, I love your content. Wish I found this page when I was pregnant. I found out I was pregnant at 15 weeks and I would owe that to cannabis, LOL. No morning sickness and pains, which girl, what a blessing. <laughs> you just like, oh, I'm pregnant? Damn, I didn't even know because cannabis made me feel like a normal person. I have achy boobs and cramps and morning sickness and shit. So you're lucky. <laughs> Anyways, let me keep going. So she goes, until later on, but I smoked heavy three or more grams a day in the entire duration of my pregnancy. My son is now six months and 25 pounds. That's a big baby, guys. <laughs> He's in a 99 percentile for height and weight and so smart. I heard so much bullshit about hurting my baby while being a smoking pregnant woman and smoking breastfeeding woman. CPS, Child Protective Services, in my state, Ohio, harassed me when I gave birth to when I gave birth because my son had THC in his system. But the caseworker said since it's only weed and not opioids, which are a horrible epidemic here in Ohio, that I'm okay. They left me alone shortly after. I wanted to share my story. I hope all women in need of a cannabis community for pregnant women and moms find one, one mama. Oh, <laughs> so she also sent a picture of her baby. And I, was like, oh, this baby I think I'll... I'll turn these um these posts into a uh, little posts on my feed so you guys can see the babies if the moms are cool with me posting pictures of the babies and you guys are going to melt you're gonna die baby chunky chunky baby baby <laughs> i need to chill out i just had a baby no more kids were well <laughs> but i love i love her for sharing that and for you know just saying that hey cps came to me and my baby had THC in the system and they left me alone. My whole thing is like, why are these CPS workers coming? Sorry, guys, I got to drink some water. This weed has my mouth so fucking dry. Oh, my God. What am I smoking? <laughs> hmm. I think it's a strain called Tropical Punch. But oh, my God, my mouth is dry. Like, and I'm doing all this talking. I'm like, 
I feel like there's like cotton in, I have cotton mouth. It's like I have cotton in my mouth. It's wild. Mm. Oh my god, I'm so thirsty. <laughs> mm. Damn. That was so real. <laughs> I cannot believe. Anywho. So I think it's super dope. I, I love that she shared this and the fact that CPS is just coming to these families' homes. And they're not even doing, like, they're coming there to scare these families is what I feel. Or if that wasn't the attention, then that's ultimately what happened. Because they came to these, the homes of these parents with fucking babies and scared them into thinking that they could possibly lose, you know, their child. That's not right. Like, no one should have to feel that fear. What? So I hate that. And and they do all that. And then in the end, they're like, oh, well, for cannabis, we can't really do anything. You're good. What? Then why are you here? <laughs> That's my thing. Why Why the fuck are you here if you're not going to, like, you, you just came to scare me. That's what you did. Or maybe they're just following, you know, the rules. They're following the regulations or whatever that they're supposed to go by. And then when they write everything up and all the other factors are considered, which is, you know, if you're a good parent and you're a responsible parent, there's nothing else to see here. Why are you here? So that one really, that message really struck a chord with me, you know, and I just knew I had to share that with you guys. I have a few more <laughs> because you guys really, really opened up on this one. And you guys really, I, I just appreciate your honesty because I know it's not easy. I absolutely know it's not easy. And so thank you so much for everyone who shared. I can't share everything because I have so many comments. I can share a few. The next one. So one of you guys wrote me saying, very real. I had to deal with social services after I had Nugget because my Utox came back positive for THC. So they automatically took her cord blood and sent it for testing without my knowledge and then told me that they, the hospital, would be reporting to DCYF and to be expecting a phone call from them. The first visit from the state was roughly a week and a half after she said she was born, after a week and a half after she was born. It is still a concern that's always on my mind. But my girl, my baby girl is happy, healthy and thriving. And I'm feeling more like myself. So at the end of the day, I'm left to make the decision that's best for myself and my nugget girl. You go, girl. Do what's best for you. And again, you know, it's a very, when you're in states, even in a state like California, and you're in a hospital or around people, caregivers, medical professionals who are not agreeing with pregnant women or breastfeeding women using cannabis, you can risk CPS. Uh, and it's, all because there's just not enough education. It all goes back to education. If there's just more education on their side and more education on our side so we could have guidance on best practices, then no one would have CPS at their door, you know? Someone else wrote, I'm in a medically legal state and my husband is a patient. One time they came to my door threatening me. Ever since then, my anxiety is so high that the smallest bump from a neighbor makes me jolt out of bed and panic spreads through my body causing sleepless nights. She said, I didn't realize so many women were going through this same feeling. I'm praying for everyone. Yeah. I, it's ugh, like prayers just seriously aren't enough because it's just not. It's, 
I, I, I hate keep saying like, it's not fair. Cause like I'm sounding like a whiny kid, but it's really not fair. Especially when these are good homes and good parents and they don't deserve to feel that fear. So someone else wrote and said, it's horrible and the worst feeling in the world. I had CPS at my door and I'm in California where it's medically and recreationally legal. It was the scariest moment of my life. They even went as far as coming into my home, spoke with my eight-year-old who was crying. He overheard the workers say that they can remove the kids if the judge orders it. My son is now living in fear since then. I got drug tested and they asked me to release my medical records for the last year. I thought they were going to take my kids. I just remember crying and trying to console my son after they left. Another one of you guys wrote and said, I was drug tested and threatened with CPS calls after mentioning to a midwife that I used cannabis for sleep before becoming pregnant and was honest about using CBD tinctures while pregnant. I was so shocked because I am in San Diego and it is recreationally and medically legal. It was a terrifying experience and I'm constantly in fear at every prenatal appointment now. I mean, guys, it gets, I have so many more stories like that. I mean, here's another one. I'm in California and I've had my medical card for 18 years and they still threatened me with CPS both pregnancies. Both came up negative when they were born, so CPS wasn't called, but man, I was so scared both times. Just because you're illegal doesn't mean you're safe from CPS, unfortunately. <sighs> so, <laughs> I mean, ugh. another one of you guys wrote and said, I got threatened with this when I tested positive in the hospital. They literally told me that they would call DCFS if my son tested positive right before I started to push. I was in tears and freaking out thinking they were going to take my son before he was even born. Thank God he didn't test positive. But this was literally the last thing on my mind or that I ever would have thought would happen. And then they refused to help me with breastfeeding whatsoever because of it. It was the greatest and worst moments of my life. Oh my gosh, I really, <laughs> that one really gets me really kind of choked up. And all of your stories get me choked up. I mean, after I read all these, I was... I felt so helpless, you know, and I felt like, why are more people hearing more people need to hear these stories? Because this is really, this are people's lives and pregnancy, you know, is a moment in your life that you should be able to enjoy without fear and lingering over your head or, or being caught off guard with something so scary. You shouldn't have to worry about that. All you should be focused on is giving birth to a beautiful human it's going to be part of your life and part of this world and focus on that you only give birth <laughs> their first time once you know you only and giving birth isn't something that you can turn around and do it again immediately you know and most of us if when you understand the severity and how important how serious and how special giving birth is like, you don't want that moment sullied in any way. So I have just, my heart goes out to these women. Someone else wrote saying, um, in 2003, my newborn was detained by CPS solely because her bowel movement tested positive for cannabis. The nightmare that followed still haunts me. My husband and I endured visits from CPS to our home. I was required to have weekly drug tests and mandatory counseling. For women to still be facing this issue 15 years later is appalling. The nightmare that followed still haunts me. 
My husband and I endured visits from CPS to our home. I was required to have weekly drug tests and mandatory counseling. For women to still be facing this issue 15 years later is appalling. Anyone who believes that marijuana hurts unborn children can come talk to my three honor students. All play at least one instrument and all speak different foreign languages. It is just more bullshit to oppress women and people of color. A fucking man. <laughs> Another one of you guys wrote and said, CPS got involved with my son over failing a drug test for cannabis and cannabis alone. I was 17 years old. I'm 27 now when this happened to me. I was living with my mom, going to college, and my son had everything he could want and need. He had his own nursery set up. He was healthy, and there were no other factors involved. Just the fact that someone called out of just hate, and I happened to fail for cannabis when they came, evaluated me, and drug tested me. I asked if I was drunk, if I would have kept my kids, and the social worker looked me dead in the eyes and said, well, ma'am, alcohol is legal. I know this doesn't sound typical for CPS, but I want people to know that this happened. It happened to me, and it ruined my life for a long time. <sighs> so, I mean, guys, it's... I had so many more stories. Oh my gosh, there was one of you guys wrote in and said that she's going through a divorce and her husband, she knows that her husband's going to try to use it against her to get custody of the kids. And I think that is ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous and insane that this is being used as a scare tactic of in a tactic of control by people's spouses because they want to punish you and that's just not that's not right someone else said so true no one should have to deal with what i dealt with for only cannabis that they you won't even know there was a report until you get a knock on the door which is scary you know it's really really scary Someone else just said, I just filed for divorce and abusive marriage. I know he's coming for my cannabis use. Yeah, guys. You know, it was really an eye-opening moment for me. That's all the stories and all the comments I'm going to share for now. If you guys want, I can always do another episode later and share the other comments that I received from you guys. But I think you guys get the point, which is that these parents are being terrified having their worst nightmare come true with CPS showing up in the door, a worst case scenario, actually taking their kids. And it's all because of cannabis. What does that say about our society at large? There's got to be better conversations had around this. There's got to be conversations had in the first place at all. And I hope that, you know, by hearing these stories, it puts, it kind of humanizes these, these people, these parents who are just like me, who use cannabis as medicine. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Uh, anywho, I'm going to wrap it up. Because <laughs> this has been a long episode and I usually try to keep them pretty short. So as always, if you have any questions or if you want to share any stories, drop me a line at bluntboymama at gmail.com. You can also follow Blunt Boy Mama on Instagram and Twitter, like Blunt Boy Mama on Facebook. I always love to get DMs questions I can share those as well that way I just like hearing from (laughs) y'all if you really enjoy this podcast and want to hear it keep on going and going and going like the Energizer Bunny (laughs) be sure to subscribe also leave ratings and reviews for this podcast it really helps so much as far as 
the way that iTunes is set up because that's how other people are able to find this podcast. And I want as many cannabis using parents out there and even just parents to hear this as possible because I wish like hell someone had a podcast like this out when I was pregnant my first time around, which was pretty much like four and a half years ago. It would have been a game changer. So sharing is caring, right? (laughs) All right, guys. So that's all I got. Uh, My mouth is dry again. What strain? Oh, my God. (laughs) From this damn week. I'm about to guzzle some water. Anywho, until next time, guys. (laughs) Bye.